Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Fairmount Plus. The First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg. Entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome everyone to the Joan Hamburg Show. And it seems like almost every holiday... We try to get the busy, busy Lydia Bestianich to come visit and share her family with us. And we've been sharing Lydia's family since her children were little. And she had a little restaurant in Queens, which that whole saga became an enormous story. And whenever I hear people talking about refugees and immigrants and how awful and close our borders, close our doors, build a wall. I think of families like mine, like Lydia's, like so many of you who came to a welcoming America and made their way. And Lydia has shared her family story over the years and made a difference to so many people. In fact, this year, too, Lydia has been on television, public television, for 25 years, and it's incredible. She writes the best cookbooks. I still, in fact, I just opened it the other day because my producer reminded me that Lydia's A Pot of Pan and a Bowl, Simple Recipes for Perfect Meals, a cookbook, was not that long ago, and I put my little hands on it and went to it for some incredible recipes. So, Lydia, every time there's like an occasion, like the marking of 25 years for television, does it bring back all those memories of how a struggling young family went to Queens and opened a restaurant and your mother was taking care of this wonderful garden, and people weren't used to eating that kind of from garden-to-table food at that time. Yes, Joan. Uh, it, uh, you know, the memories go up and down the the scale of the years. It's 50—I I opened my first restaurant in 1971, so it's 51 oh. year, uh, years that I've been— uh, 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 in the food industry, in the restaurant industry. And yes, I came here as a young immigrant at 12 years old, uh, with just with my family. Uh, we were brought here by the Catholic Charities, and we were given an opportunity and a new life. You know, Joan, uh, my story is I was born in Italy, but the part of Italy that became communist Yugoslavia, all the way up in the northeast after the war, uh, you know, after a few years thereafter, the borders came down, and we were under communism. We had to escape back into Italy two years in a refugee camp in Trieste, and ultimately we were given this great gift of a new life coming to America. And, Joan, you are so right. I can't tell—I can't express 
how welcoming, how happy, how great America was and still is for me. Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting, too, because I've watched your family grow up over the years. I met you when you were in Queens with the Mm -hmm. restaurant. Everyone was in it. In fact, I still in my head can picture your son, who was little, sweeping the floor. I mean, everyone did something to well, help. you know, <laughs> yes. a, a young family uh, of immigrants, my mother, of course, it came with my mother. So there was my mother, my father, uh, my family, my media, and I had a brother. And the kids, you know, they grew up in this, and I'm grateful they did, uh, with grandma understanding, uh, you know, the effort. Uh, that she put in in taking her family, taking us, bringing us to freedom. And uh, they were very much involved in this European background, but they were born Americans So because they were born here. So they have this both great cultures in them. And, you know, it's good to teach children uh, to, to be part of a family, to contribute, to work, to uh, sort of, you know, uh, that's what keeps the family together. And Lydia, I remember at one point you thought you did too good a job because you were so excited when your son went to business school and you thought, okay, a different life, an easier life. But that didn't last long because he missed the restaurant. So there you were, you know, he's got an MBA. He's a star already on Wall Street and... That was it. Bye-bye, Wall Street. Welcome to the standing-on-your-feet-all-day restaurant world. Absolutely. And, you know, him and now my daughter uh, run the the, the business, the restaurant. But, you know, when they were small, of course, you know, Grandma would come to the restaurant. We would make gnocchi. We would make pasta. And then she would take them home to go to sleep while I worked the the dinner shift, shall we say. So they were used to getting in the restaurant and being there. But I always told them, you know, you have a great opportunity here. You're in America. You need to get educated, and you need to get an American job. Now, I didn't know what that meant, but I wanted education for them and this great opportunity. And so they did. My son, you just said about business. You know, my daughter ended up with a Ph.D. from Oxford in Renaissance art history. And what do they do now? They run the restaurant business and the food line, uh, the sauce line. My daughter helps me with my books. She she uh, produces my show with me. So it's it's a great continuum uh, of of a passion where we all started, and now they carry it on. And you became leaders in in the crazy world of restaurants and food, because even when you started Italy. And all of these different adventures. And I still remember when a little restaurant in Queens got a New York Times review. And people were like, what? We've got to go to that restaurant. And, you know, that's the dream of people who open restaurants and food businesses, to get that kind of attention. But you were not connected at that point, And that world found you. Yes, you know, your your worlds, let's say, you know, world, uh, the world of, of foodies, of people that uh, wanted to explore the ethnic foods uh, that, that we had in New York, in America, and ultimately shared it with their listeners and viewers. So, yeah, it's that, that kind of exposure that I got for what we were doing that really sort of 
propelled me into into uh, and, and New York and and the, the uh, our partnership with Italy and the winery and the books. It it uh, uh, and the sauces, of course. It's uh, it's opportunities that come along. You know, I think when you do something with passion, when you give it all you got, when you really uh, are committed to something, people realize. And you know, I love what I do. I love. Uh, sharing my Italian culture with my American culture. I have two of the greatest cultures in this world. Right. And you also took chances. You knew you'd have to work like crazy, but when you opened Lydia, that was a huge chance and a huge step and a tremendous investment. And you guys were not born to the manor. You had to work for everything you had. Absolutely. You know, uh, we were in Queens for 10 years. We had two restaurants by then. We grew nicely. And then sort of, you know, uh, we wanted to go to Manhattan, where the big boys played. And uh, uh, we opened in 81, Philidia. And that's where we almost didn't make it because it's just the, uh, the unexpected expenditures of opening a new restaurant. But we opened it. We made it great. And, uh, of course, now what we have, we still have, after that, we opened Beckel on West 46th Street. That's still going very strong. And then, of course, uh, the kids also have the Babo, the Lupa, and the and the uh, 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 Babo, Lupa, and uh, Tatoria. Oh, you know what we got involved? Uh, uh, I have to share with you. We got involved in, we uh, they got involved, the kids. I always say me, but, you know, I sort of, I'm in the background you know, helping them, but they're doing it. We just opening opened Lantico Vinaya, which is a sandwich shop. This sandwich shop in Florence has lines around the the, mm. the, the whole block, and uh, they partnered with the people from Lantico Vinaya, and we just opened a great sandwich place on Eighth uh, Avenue and Forty Fifth and Forty Sixth Street, and one on Sullivan Street. So this You're is kidding. how. Yes, the kids are growing into their own kind of uh, idea and realm of food. And we love sandwiches. That's a great American tradition. What kind of sandwiches? Italian or a mixture? No, of of course. Italian. It's uh, it's all based on a focaccia. So you get a slab. I swear to God, you get almost like a foot by a foot slab of focaccia. And in it is all this. 10 different kinds of sandwiches, so this prosciutto, provolone, different cheeses. But what's unique about this, this, they make a special, you know, Americans like their mayo, their sauces. Well, uh, they make a sauce with all the herbs, a basil sauce with fontina cheese. They make a gorgonzola sauce. They make a pistachio sauce to go with the mortadella. So it's this, this focaccia is slathered with the sauce and then piled with slices, they slice it right there, right on top, and the focaccia is built on the premises and is still warm when the sandwich is made. Sounds good to me. You're well, making right. you, have to, <laughs> you have to go pass by. Tell me when you're going. Absolutely. We'll come and check it out. We all love sandwiches, and those sandwiches sound spectacular. So you're still very involved, though. As you say, the kids are bringing in a lot of their ideas, but you're still very involved in the restaurants, in the food business, in product, in all the different things. Absolutely. You know, we just developed two new sauces. 
for uh, Lydia's sauces. Uh, you know, our sauces are all organic, natural, kosher, uh, uh, GMO-free. Uh, and so, so the new sauces we did, uh, because people love their onions and their garlic, so we did a marinara with uh, roasted onion, which is delicious. And then uh, a tomato sauce with roasted garlic. You know, everybody loves one. And when you roast a garlic or, a, or the onions, it sort of loses its pungency, but it brings all that complexity and flavor to the sauce. Mm, it sounds good. Now, are you doing your usual family Thanksgiving? Is it at your house, your sons, your daughters? Everybody. It's at my house. So far, we're to 22. Uh, So let's see if anybody else, you know, kind of uh, uh, dropped by. It's one of those things at my house. What can I tell you? You know, this, oh, can I bring my friend? Oh, he doesn't have where to go. Can, Can I bring him? And so on. It multiplies. So we are at 22 now. And you're just starting. You still have another week <laughs> to do it. And does everyone cook, or is it Olivia? Well, you know, I, I the kids are getting big. So my granddaughter on Joe's side is making a kale salad. She's into vegetables. Of course. Green. And then also my other granddaughter is kind of a vegetarian. She makes delicious chocolate brownies. And then my in-laws, one of the in-laws is bringing a carrot cake. My sister-in-law is making the pumpkin pie. Dina, my my daughter-in-law, she always every year makes the chutney, the cranberry chutney. She makes it delicious with with the uh, orange in there. And my daughter is making the stuffing. And of course, she has to make a regular stuffing and a vegetarian stuffing. So I'm getting some help here. That sounds good. And is it turkey or is it more Italian you know what I have? food? I'll tell, you. I'll tell you the whole menu. So, uh, of course, I always do this, this spread of antipasto, and that kind of facilitates. And it's good for all of your listening who are there to do just just this. You make a spread, the antipasto. So the first course, you don't have to worry. You put, So, I'll, of course, cold cuts, mozzarella, roasted vegetables. I put salads on there. I make a crostata. I'm going to make a Swiss chart crostata. I have some some smoked salmon, everybody likes an octopus and potato salad, and this is all a spread. So everybody goes around, takes a little plate, has a, a bottle, uh, a glass of wine or whatever, and uh, on, on to the table is next. The next, what I have, I, I ordered a nice capon, a fresh capon. We always make a capon soup for the holidays with the tortellini. The tortellini are already made. And so I'm going to make this big pot of capon soup, and that's seated down. Everybody has the uh, uh, the, the plate of, of their capon soup or as much as they like. And the next is the main course. So I do have, I have turkey, and I have ham also. And then I'm going to make a lasagna too. I have the bolognese wow. already made. And then, of course, lots of vegetables, roasted root vegetables, uh, the, the squashes, the, the parsnips, the Jerusalem artichokes, and then, of course, greens, Swiss chard, and uh, uh, the, 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 the green uh, cauliflower, and Brussels sprouts. And this is all kind of family style on the table. So it's a buffet. It, no, no. It's, everybody sits down, but I put platters. I Okay. So that, you know, and I make sure that I put enough platters, you know, to, because I'm going to have two tables 
of 12 or whatever. So I need two platters of turkey on each table. I need two platters of each vegetable on each plate. So there's a lot of platters going on, but at least everybody can just pass it around within their corner of the table. It sounds delicious. And do you do leftovers or when the meal's over, it's over? Oh, no, no. I have a two o'clock. So we all eat this, that. Before they leave, everybody gets a little second and get something to take home. But, uh, you know, the next day is a big day because I have uh, some of the some of the relatives that had, you know, in-laws to go to. They're going to come over, and we're going to reheat or redo or redo some soup, reheat some turkey, and we're going to eat what's left over, literally. Wow, it sounds very good. Do you find, yeah. Lydia, after all these years, you're still working as hard? You know, uh, maybe I, I watch a little bit because, you know, the years go for all of us and uh, my knees are always a little bit of a problem. Uh, but uh, I take more rests in between. Uh, you know, I make plans uh, that I take. I love to travel, of course, and I love to travel with the kids. But uh, uh, I go visit uh, my, my kids now because one is in Washington. Uh, uh, Tanya's daughter is at Georgetown. The other one is at BC, Boston College. Uh, my my other grandson is at Stanford. And so I go and visit them, you know. And I was just down in Washington two weeks ago and cooked with the, the friends, the sort of the floor the, 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 of the friends of uh, Julia, which is this, my youngest granddaughter, and we cooked. We cooked in their little kitchen. I had the girls mm. buy all the products. They cleaned it, and we cooked. So I, I go, I do things that uh, maybe I didn't do, I couldn't do uh, while I was working because I was so busy. Now I insert them in, and uh, I work, yes, but I have breaks in between. I I take those breaks. And And seeing the next generation grow up in that same tradition, how is Italy doing? Italy is doing very well. Uh, you know, we not not too long ago uh, we opened in uh, in uh, Silicon Valley in San Jose, so that's not too far where my uh, uh, grandson Lorenzo is. Uh, and I go and visit, and that's one of the things that also I enjoy doing. I enjoy you know going around, and I kind of combine. I go into the Italy. They have a cooking school. I give a class. I talk about, uh, you know, my products, how to use the sauces, the, the wines that I would pair, and I sign books. And, uh, you know, this is a way of me kind of uh, promoting a little bit, getting a little excitement into the different Italy's. Uh, and so uh, I'm going to be going to L.A. Uh, in two weeks. So so uh, Italy and L.A., so it's, uh, they're, doing, they're doing very well and expanding, actually. That's great. That's great. So you're still having a fabulous time, and business is still booming as it should be. Well, you know, now after, you know, the, what can I tell you, COVID was what it was, you know. It certainly shattered the whole uh, restaurant industry. That's coming back, you know. It's, uh, 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 that's uh, where kind of we made the switch over. Uh, I've been 51 years in the business. I said to my kids, okay, guys. Uh, uh, you take over, what do you want to do? And so they're deciding 
which way to go and which restaurants to continue. You know, we have a restaurant in Kansas City. We are partners with Nancy Silverton also in La Mota in L.A. That's expanding. So they are they are doing uh, that. But the, the, the industry, the restaurant industry is coming back. Certainly the product industry, you know, the sauces have been doing phenomenally well. Mm. Also during, during COVID, people cooked at home yeah. a lot. So the book... The book and the sauces and the wines, the Bastianich wines, uh, uh, people were drinking more. I'm sure you, you, you heard that during COVID. And so they were cooking more. So that did well then. So now sort of, uh, Joan, everything I think is getting back. People are looking forward to getting together, to sharing at the table. And, you know, Joan, what the, the comments that I get a lot is specifically about Gathering, gathering together at the table, the conviviality that being at the table together, uh, eating, maybe make maybe COVID. That's one thing that COVID maybe uh, almost that's forced good. us to do: to sit at the table, cook, and eat together. And people really like it. It's a way of connecting beyond our little uh, iPhone. Without question, and I love the questions you answer. for your audience on your television show and how we all loved you sharing your mother and her recipes, her singing, and you still share her and her memories on everything you do. You know, she she was so important. I know, you know, what family means to you because I've known your family also for all these years. And uh, she... We were we lived together, you know. She helped me raise my kids, and then with my grandkids, and she was such a, such a support, such a uh, uh, for me. She was really my fast fast point, and uh, you know, she passed. Uh, she reached a hundred. You know, she was a hundred in January. Passed in February. It's going to be now two years, mm-hmm. and for me, she's always part of who I am, what I did, and in the shows now, you know, twenty five years, people loved her. She connected with them. She was, I think, everybody's grandma out there. And so, you know, for me, uh, I, I, we put her at the end of the show, all the clips that we have of her or what she did, she sang and whatever. And this is to honor her in her memory and to share because people out there really love it and they love still seeing her. She's still with us. I know. I en- I can't tell you how much I enjoy that and uh, her joy in the food and the recipes and in her family. It's a gift that you give to all of us. Thank you, Lydia, my dear. Love to all the kids and have a special holiday. We'll talk soon. The same to you, to your family. Enjoy yourself. It wouldn't be Thanksgiving without reaching out to you, uh, Joan. So happy Thanksgiving. And to all. I'm Joan Hamburg, and you're listening to WABC, and that was the one and only Lydia Bastianich sharing her family and her life with all of us. More ahead.